Hi, beautiful friends, and welcome back to the show. I am so excited. I am going to start a new series that will be sprinkled throughout the next uh, two months that's going to be um, all about taking breaks in our lives so that we can simplify our lives, we can cultivate a deeper sense of joy and calm. We're going to explore practical strategies, and we're going to rediscover the value of taking meaningful breaks, which I call recess, for improving our spiritual connection, building friendships, igniting our passions and our creativity, and so much more, and, and building healthy habits into our daily schedules. I cannot wait to share this with you because it has been a passion project of mine for the last year, trying to put this together and launching my course on this. The name is still to be determined. It could be Recess Revolution or Joy Camp or something else, but the actual framework is set up and designed, and I have been working on this for really two years. And so today we're going to talk about what is the Recess Revolution? What does it look like? And what are some simple tips and strategies that you can apply to your own life to take simple breaks to allow you to live a slower, more calm life? Welcome to Building a Life You Love, a podcast dedicated to helping you step into a life where your passion blossoms from within, your faith deepens, and simplicity becomes your favorite synonym for everyday life. If you feel like you've been stuck between the what-ifs, expectations, and obligations in your life, but you're ready to step into a life you love, this is the place for you. I'm your host, Kristen. I'm an encourager, a faith-led entrepreneur, a mom, and a wife. Join me each week as we dive into creating positive habits, stepping out of our comfort zone, and making space for meaningful relationships and deepening our faith. Let's step off the path of expectations and into a space that feels genuinely aligned with us. All right, here we go. Here we go. Let's dive in. And so what I want to do today is talk about the different areas that I'm going to be covering in this series. And so for this recess revolution, I'm going to be talking about what is recess or what do meaningful breaks mean? What does that look like? And then we're going to dive into nurturing our connections and relationships in our lives, whether that's with girlfriends or with a spouse or our children. And then we're going to talk about cultivating calm spaces, both in our homes and in our lives, but also on our digital devices. We need to declutter some of this stuff because it's causing us overwhelm. We're going to talk about igniting our passions and our creativity and why it's so important to rekindle this creative spirit that's within us. Then we're going to jump into cultivating healthy habits for life. What do we do daily when it comes to spiritual, um, small things, physical and mental practices that can really help us? We're talking about things that only take us a minute or things that we can incorporate throughout the day. And so it's going to be powerful. I've done all this to my in my own life, and it's been such a life changer. Then we're going to jump into how do we have more moments of connection? How do we deepen our faith? You know, more reflection, more receiving. And then we're going to wrap the whole series up with infusing play into our day. So play just is basically a type of break where we're doing something that brings us enjoyment for the purposes of just doing it. This can look different for all of us. There's no one way to play, but we're going to talk about that. And then finally, we'll wrap out up. How do we incorporate recess into our lives so that it becomes an actual habit? It becomes a way of living so that instead of feeling frazzled, overwhelmed, and worn out, we can feel 
rejuvenated, rested, and ready to step into our day. So I can't wait to jump into this with you today. So let's jump into what does recess and meaningful breaks look like? So first, I want to start off with why might you want to take meaningful breaks? You know, design your day, design your schedule, design your week and your year with meaningful breaks beyond what you might be doing now. Well, the reason is many of us just feel kind of done at the end of the day. We feel tapped out. Instead of feeling joyful and calm and peaceful, some of us are just living this frenetic pace of busyness. We are doing things that are we're, we wish we weren't. You know, we don't say no enough. And for many of us, we're just worn out because we do too many things for other people. And I love this quote by Courtney Carver. She's on Instagram at Be More With Less. And she says this, Overwhelm, exhaustion, resentment, and having no idea what delights you anymore are a few of the signs and signals that indicate you've given yourself to everyone but you. Friends, this is what I'm talking about. It's time to give ourselves more of us. It's time to learn how to take breaks so that we can show up in our day rested. We can show up in our day with the rhythm of life. And one thing I talk about regularly is I think the reason we feel exhausted is we're trying to fit more into a day than humans were designed to do because of computers and digital devices and all our cool kitchen gadgets and cars. We're cramming more and more in and we are losing this uh, way that God's designed us to live with a rhythm of life. And there's a quote that I want to share with you that's just so good that a pastor recently shared, and I love it. It's Pastor Jason Laird, and it says, The rhythm of rest is woven into the fabric of creation. And then I go on to share, There's rhythm to life and and an ebb and a flow. Night turns to day. The seasons change. There is the moon and sun, and God rested on the seventh day. But as humans, we've been duped into living in a culture of restlessness, of hustle, and then wonder why we're worn out and exhausted. And, you know, basically it's because we've allowed our joy to be stolen because we aren't resting and we're not being renewed. And so that is why we need to learn to take meaningful breaks. And how am I just defining recess or meaningful breaks? And I'm going to be using the word recess instead of meaningful breaks. It's just easier to say. It's a quicker word. But recess basically just means it's taking a break from what you're doing. And yes, we might think of recess as children going out to play but it's really because they're taking a break from doing schoolwork. But they actually, even in court, uh, they talk about taking a recess. It just means taking a break from hearing the case or, or doing the court cases. And so we all, in some ways, are taking breaks in our lives. The difference is I want you to be intentional with your recesses. I want you to be purposeful with your recesses. And so what I want to say is this. When you start learning to sprinkle recess, little breaks throughout your day, you're going to start feeling more grounded. You're going to start reclaiming your sense of, you know, this rhythm, this simplicity. You're going to start pruning away things that are not serving you. And you're going to get really clear on what your priorities are so that whatever's on your schedule or in your day or in your thoughts is matching up better with your values and your priorities instead of allowing the world to push onto you too much of all of it. And here is something else I want to share with you. It's by Corey Allen, and he says this, Rest is growth. 
Taking time to recharge is essential because when we spend energy, we aren't growing. We're pushing boundaries and increasing our capacity for growth. Rest is when we stop pushing and grow into the new space that we've created. It's much like a plant. Yes, plants grow, but first they need to just be in the soil and still and allow the sun to be absorbed into their leaves, right? To make chlorophyll. They have to allow the water to water the roots. And so it's with their resting that the sun in the water in the soil can do its job to help the plant grow. So much like them, we have got to find time to rest. It's much like our sleep habits. I don't know if you've heard this or not, but when we're sleeping, that's actually when our body does a lot of its repairing. That's when our body gets rid of all the broken cells and things like that, and it clears out the things when we're sleeping. All these processes happen, but it happens in rest. If you don't rest, if you're sleep deprived, your body cannot do that. Just like when we don't sleep very much, one of our hormones that increases our hunger increases. Because we're not getting sleep. We're not allowing the systems in our body to work the way they want. So if you're thinking, I am busy. I don't have time for all this, you know, craziness. No, you actually, this is so important. And so rest is actually key. And like I said, this this series is not just about rest, like taking breaks to rest your head or be calm, which we will talk about that. But it's also creating an environment in your mind. It's creating an environment in your life, in your relationships, and in your habits that allow for you to um, not only rest, but to be growing, to be growing in a positive way, to be thriving instead of being drained. And so for today, what I want to jump into is how can we take a look at our phones and remove something off of it or how we use it to make us a little less stressed or anxious. So for today, we're just going to start the first part of a digital declutter. So it's not going to be all in. We just want to do something real simple to start letting us see that something small can make a big change in our day. Okay, so what do you need for this exercise? You're going to need your phone if you use a cell phone. And you're going to need at least five minutes. I would say a five to 10 minute window. So this could be when you're commuting. This could be when you're waiting to pick your kids up if they're still younger from practice. This could be when you're uh, finally relaxing after dinner and maybe, you know, your phone's still right there. So what I want you to do is I want you to open your phone and I want you to look at all the apps you have installed on it, right? All the icons. And if you're like me, I have a lot of icons. And in some cases, There's icons in there that I either rarely use or haven't used in a long time, or there's icons that I only use, for instance, if I'm traveling and maybe then I want the airline I'm traveling with their app, you know, for easier access to my ticket. Okay, so we're just going to kind of look through our phone. And there's two things I want you to focus on. One is the clutter of I just wanted to let you know, I'm so excited to share with you that the doors are now open to my new course, Faith Fueled Joy. You guys, it's been a labor of love and we will officially start the modules in January, but I'm going to have a whole month in December of things to get you started so that you can step into more joy. You can step into more peace and calm in your life and that you can really step into the role in the type of day that God has intended for us. So I'm so, so excited. So if anybody that signs up between now and mid-December, 
you're going to get all sorts of extras, extra um, modules to kind of get the holidays kick-started in a calmer way. And then we'll start the official four-week course in January. So this is really for any of you, just like myself, that were feeling like daily life was weighing you down, or maybe that life is full of so many responsibilities and obligations that there was no time to increase or deepen your faith, have more meaningful relationships, step into or reignite your passion, your creativity, and and just have a calmer spaces and do more for ourselves so that we have more well-being. And so that's what the course is about. I'd love for you to learn more at faithfueledjoy.com. And by the end of the course, you can expect to find more balance and joy that you're craving through meaningful breaks. And this is going to be together with a community of women to support and encourage us that will help us stay on track and achieve our goals. But I want you to say goodbye to the chaos and embrace the life where balance means nurturing your faith, relationships, and passions, one meaningful break at a time. I can't wait to connect with you all and take you through the strategies and tools and the research-based insights that have changed my life and other women's as well. You guys, let's create a life that's flowing with joy, faith, and purpose together. Once again, go check out all the information about the course at faithfueledjoy.com. But the second is, is there anything about your phone that adds angst to your day? So what am I talking about? It can be just the noise of your phone, the alerts. So for me, I do not let my phone make any sound when I get text messages. It just alerts me because there's a new number, but I have all sound turned off when I get a text message because for me, it makes me more anxious and it stresses me out. I'm sensitive to sound in the sense of we get bombarded with sound and noise all day long. So what I can't handle is every time I get a text message hearing ping, 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 ping. So I don't know if you're like me, but if that's stressful for you or it bothers you, it's just adding to feeling like a pressure that you have to respond. For you, it might be, okay, the biggest stressor of my phone is that it's so many noises coming from it, so many alerts. And so the first thing you can do is you can go into your settings and turn off your sound notifications for your text messages. Uh, Another couple things you can do if you seem like you're hearing too many things is if your phone's ringing when it's probably spam, there is a setting in most of our phones that lets you uh, basically not let the spam calls ring. It'll still show up on your phone and it will say potential spam, but then you're not thinking, oh gosh, I need to answer this even though I don't know who it is. The next thing is if you have social media on your phone, you know, so Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, whatever flavor of the week or year it is that you're using, if you're getting notifications on your phone, like Messenger and things, and they're alerting you, but it's distracting you, then you could turn those off, at least from a sound perspective. Or like me, I've deleted all social media, uh, let's see, apps off my phone, except for Instagram, because I do still post podcast and business stuff on there and then some social, but, but in the same account. So I, I never have Facebook or Messenger or anything like that on my phone. I don't want it on there. It it just wastes my time and I don't enjoy a lot of the content that's on there, unfortunately, over the last couple of years. So I don't want to be constantly being messaged from people and have to respond. So only when I'm on my computer and when I open Facebook, do I see any messages that came through or I can see, you know, updates or if people tagged me. 
That works for me, but what I want you to do is just take five minutes or less, go through your phone and just notice things and maybe write it down if that's easier for you. Gosh, my phone's always making noise. It's always, you know, pinging me because of this one app or because of text messages or I'm always getting interrupted. Well, write that down because that's something then you might want to address. The next thing is just see, are there a lot of apps on your phone that you're thinking, you know what, I don't, I don't need these. Well, then maybe you know which ones they are. So when you do have a couple minutes, you can go ahead and delete some of them to kind of clear out the clutter from your phone. But most importantly, are there apps that are stealing your time or they're stealing your joy? You know, so if you go on Facebook or name the app, it doesn't matter what it is. And every time you go on, you feel worse than when you went on it, when you started. You might need to have a little take a break from that particular app or at least from it being on your phone because our phones are in most of our hands or nearby. All of us, you know, a lot, unlike our computers, if you're if you work on a computer, you might be on it during the day, but you're working or doing tasks but then you step away from it. Well, your phone is normally close by. So if you find that you're doing these certain activities, you have patterns that you, after you went on it, you're like, why did I do that? Then it might be time to take a respite, right? Or a break or a recess from that app and see if you feel better. Try it for a week. Try it even for a whole day. And then the next thing is, is I, uh, a couple people, a book that I read that's called the uh, Ruthless Elimination of Hurry by John Mark Comer, a pastor in on the West Coast. He talks about um, how we're all addicted to our phones, or a majority of us are addicted to our phones, regardless of our age, because he says, if you don't think you are, try not using your phone for anything for an entire day. Like set it down or turn it off and put it in a drawer for an entire day. And see if you can go an entire day without looking at your phone, not even checking text messages, nothing. And I agree with him. That sounds really hard. I'm like, what do you mean? I would be radio silent? But that might tell me something or it might tell you something if you're finding that you feel anxious to put your phone aside. I mean, I'll put it aside for a time, you know, sometimes during the day or sometimes if I'm going on a really long walk with someone, I'll leave my phone at home so that I'm not interrupted by it at all and I can just enjoy the time. But these are the types of things that if we, you know, we take these small steps, we're intentional with how we're using our phone. And instead of letting our phone and all these apps and devices control our behavior and our patterns with the usage that we have on these things, we'll start feeling more in control of our lives. As far as We're not going to feel like you're getting as bombarded as you may feel now. And so other things, and you may or may not have used this before. If you have an iPhone, I'm going to tell you about, uh, if you haven't used Focus before, so it's in your settings, there's an area called Focus. I believe the Android has a similar area where it's, it's different do not disturbs for different activities. But in Focus, you can put on do not disturb, but then there's also one for work personal or sleep. And what's cool is you can set a focus uh, status based on time of day or even the proximity. So like location. So for instance, if you went to a job every day, you can set it up so that when you get to that location, then certain apps are not going to bother you. They're going to stay silent while you're there. 
or maybe for you in the evening after 7 p.m., you don't want to hear all the chimes and whistles and rhymes of your phone, then you can put it on to a, you know, personal and evening do not disturb. And then for night, you know, for my sleep, I cannot stand it if my husband phone, husband's phone goes off, you know, when we're getting ready for bed and then in, into when I'm already in bed. He had he has ESPN app on his phone. And I'm telling you, every time that thing updates, it's like, dun, 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 or something like that. And it was driving me mad. So I had to go in and be like, hey, after 10 p.m., you have got to silence this silly little app. And, and he did, or actually I did for him. But it just makes my bedroom environment so much calmer. And yes, the studies show it would be better if our phones were not in our bedrooms, right? They were further away, out, out the door, you know, in the hall, plugged in or somewhere else, just because... One, it's continuously connect to 4G or Wi-Fi, but then two, it still can disturb you. That can disturb your sleep, but then also, it's just better so that it's not it's not the first thing you pick up and grab in the morning. But I have not gotten myself to do that, and I, I might be able to do that, but my husband's surely not going to. So his would still be in the room even if I moved mine. So that's still a work in progress in my house, but it is not a bad idea. So this is just going to be the first step, but I just want to start with something small. But if you can make one change on your phone, so whether that's a silencing some of your alerts or app, uh, alerts, or whether that's removing an app that's you feel worse after you use it, or that's pinging you all the time, but it's super, it's just stressing you out. If we can just make a small change in one of these ways, you'll already see how you feel calmer throughout your day. So that's it for today. I just want to share this one small thing. And as I go through the series and we dig deeper into some specific topics, we will have uh, exercises that are a little more involved for you, but that you can do, you know, in a small amount of time. So I'm just going to share with you a couple of the many uh, episodes that I have coming up for you. Uh, Let's see. We are going to talk about simplifying your daily routine, nurturing your spiritual life, How do we really cultivate meaningful relationships? What are some actual things that I do in my relationships and you can do too to strengthen our relationships and be more loving and grateful and and less judging in places that we might be? We're going to talk about uh, scheduling time for connection, fostering small, simple, healthy habits. We're going to talk about everything from how to get more movement into your day. We're going to talk about things like grounding. And we're going to talk about things like how music and other small things can help us de-stress in just a couple minutes when we're feeling stressed out. We're going to talk about how to create a calm space in our home. We're going to revisit our priorities and schedule, building a mini practice of gratitude, like a micro practice, and so many more things. So I can't wait to share all of this with you. And uh, until next time, I hope you have a wonderful and amazing day. And thanks again for listening in. And if you enjoyed the show, we'd love it if you'd subscribe and leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can check out freebies and resources we have for you at kristenfitch.com. And if you have ideas for the show or guests that you'd like to recommend, I'd love to hear from you. So DM me on Instagram at kristenfitch, or you can email me from the website. Thanks so much. Until next time, have a great week.